0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschool Sanity Show, your prescription for happier, healthier homeschooling. I'm your host, Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschooling mother of six. Let's get started. Hey, homeschoolers. I attended the Great Homeschool Convention in St. Charles, Missouri, and met Marissa Boonstra in the booth next to me. When I saw that she taught a course called Raising Children You Enjoy, I had to have her on the podcast. I enjoy my children and consider it one of the great blessings of homeschooling. I want that for you, too. Before I introduce Marissa, I want to thank my sponsor, CTC Math. Are you looking for a new math curriculum? CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review, the lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to a test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy-to-understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. CTC Math uses a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment. This three-pronged attack makes learning so much easier and more effective. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results, and ones who were doing okay before are now doing brilliantly. Visit ctcmath.com today to start your free trial. Now let's talk about raising children you enjoy. My guest is Marissa Boonstra, homeschooling mom of two and author of Bucking the System, Reclaiming Our Children's Minds for Christ. She founded Called to Mothering in 2015 to encourage women to find purpose and joy in their God-given calling as mothers and equip them to fulfill the Great Commission at home. Her ministry provides moms with resources to create Christ-centered homes and raise children with a biblical worldview. A native Jersey girl and Oklahoma transplant, Marissa relies on Jesus and coffee in that order to get her through the day. She lives in Oklahoma City with her husband of 18 years and two amazing children. Here's Marissa. Marissa, thank you so much for joining me here on the Homeschool Sanity Show podcast. I have been looking forward to having you as my guest ever since we were booth mates at the Great Homeschool Convention in St. Louis. So what I would like to do first is have you tell us more about you and your family.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for having me on, Melanie. Um, So I started Call to mothering in 2015. And... um, my mission or purpose in um, putting together or starting that blog was um, to really help moms find joy and purpose in motherhood. And um, I just kind of started it as a collection of things that I was learning as a mom. And um, I just would post it once in a while on Facebook, and I got a good response from, um, from my friends and some family members. Um, so then I decided to, uh, write more and just kind of in an instruction kind of a way. Um, and then it, it took off from there. Um, so it's been a really positive experience, um, having all those, you know, uh, building up my audience to have, uh, moms all over the world, read, um, and encourage them. So that's been awesome. And, um, So we live in Oklahoma City, and we've been here for about six years. Um, We moved here for my husband's job. Before that, we lived on the East Coast in New Jersey, and we have two kids. Uh, Our son is 12, and our daughter is nine, and I've been homeschooling for seven years. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well,
0: can you back the story up? a bit, because I love to have my guests tell us why they decided to homeschool initially, because I find it fascinating all the different, you know, situations and reasons that people
1: have. Uh, Yeah, so um, we decided to homeschool really out of necessity at first, um, because my husband was um, planning to go into ministry. And so we knew that we would probably um, move out of state for that position, and we didn't know where we would end up. Um, so, in that interim in and that, during that transition, um, we decided it would probably be best to homeschool so that we wouldn't have to take our son out of school halfway through the year, mm-hmm. um, or at some point during the year, have to pull him out. Um, and then we we also um, were concerned about the increase in tuition for his private Christian school. um, We knew that that was coming, uh, that that would be an increase um, for for the upcoming year. So it was more out of necessity than anything else that we started homeschooling. Okay. It was kind of a perfect storm. (laughs) Right,
0: right. There were a lot Mm -hmm. of contributors to it. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that really, caught my attention at your booth is that you have a course called Raising Kids You Enjoy. I love that title so much. (laughs) I just love it. And that is what convinced me to ask you to be on the podcast, besides the fact that you're just a lovely person.
1: I I really enjoyed
0: getting to know (laughs) you. But can you tell me what prompted you to develop that course?
1: Yeah, so um, I started noticing a lot of posts on social media from moms um, that were going in a negative direction. Um, more posts were coming out, um, even articles online um, from writers, from bloggers, um, even ministry leaders, women's ministry leaders, um, talking about um you know, their kids in a, in a negative way and, you know, the negative impact that motherhood had on them. And, um, I think it came as a result of, you know, wanting every, wanting moms to feel like they weren't alone, you know, in the mess and in the stress of motherhood, which is a good thing. Um, one of the reasons I started my blog was to encourage moms and help them, understand and feel like they're not alone. Um, but I think we've moved more towards, um, a negative mindset in, in our sharing of how, you know, stressful and how messy motherhood can be. And um, so I wanted to, uh, to speak into that and help moms, um, find purpose and joy in motherhood and kind of reclaim some of that, um, you know, the good parts about motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, uh, you definitely won't love every moment of motherhood. Of course, <laughs> no one does. Um, but I wanted to uh, to put together a parenting course that would help moms um, enjoy being with their kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, because that's that's one of the big differences between homeschoolers and parents who have their kids in a traditional school. Right. Right. Yeah a lot more time together. And so we want it to be as enjoyable as it can be. Okay. So let's talk about what gets in the way of enjoying our kids. Why, <laughs> why is that hard? It doesn't seem like it should be hard, but
1: it can be, yeah. right? Um, cause when you start out in, you start out being a mom, you have these adorable little you know babies and they're so cute. Um, and then they grow up and, you know, they start challenging you and they start pushing the boundaries to find out where they are. And um, then it's almost like you, you have more than you bargained for. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think when we don't have a long-term vision for parenting, we can get stuck in a, in a short-term mindset um, and feel like, you know, this, this is just hard. The sibling squabbles and the um, the messes and the everyday stresses that come with raising um, young kids, especially, um, it can get overwhelming. So we get stuck in a in a long and a short term uh, mindset instead of seeing it long range. You know, where where are my kids going to end up? We don't see that we're raising. Uh, people essentially we think you know we're just we're stuck <laughs> we're raising these these kids and this you know these things just they go on you know the messes and everything they go on forever mm. um so we get stuck in that mindset and then um I don't think we understand um who our kids are we don't understand their their their, their traits and their personalities um come from God and maybe they're wired a certain way because um, that's the way that he's equipping them to do the work that he wants them to do um, in the future when they grow up. And right now it can seem very frustrating or annoying to us, um, especially if we have a child that is very different from who we are. We have different personalities. Um, or it might even be a similar personality, but we're just kind of butting heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we don't understand how, how God can use those different traits, um, and shape them for his purposes, and that he also wants to use us in that, in shaping them, um, we can just see those as really negative. Um, I think another thing is that we have these beliefs about, um, who our children are, or sorry, we have these mistaken beliefs about um, what our children, um, and that our children reflect on us. Um, that they, uh, if they do something positive, you know, it's, we should, we get the credit for it. It reflects on us. Mm-hmm. And if they do something, um, you know, if they fail, if they have failures, then it also reflects on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we internalize. Um, both the positives, um, the successes, and also the failures, because we think that our children are a reflection of us, um, rather than, you know, individuals that are made in God's image. Um, so then we can get really, uh, we can get embarrassed sometimes if we're out in public with them and they do something um, that you know they're misbehaving. They do something that we, uh, that we told them over and over again, not to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we, um, we tend to think that they are uh, reflecting on us, you know, no matter what they do. And I think too, when we haven't been consistent in our parenting, that also gets in the way of us enjoying them. I found that uh, the times when I am most um, frustrated or when I don't, really like being around my kids. Mm-hmm. It's because I haven't been consistent in my discipline. Um, and I've let um, negative behaviors, you know, slide or I've ignored uh, disrespect or defiance, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think also one of the biggest factors um, in us not enjoying our kids is that we are just rushed. Mm-hmm. We have, we live in a very harried you know, culture and time. And um, we've put our kids in a lot of different activities. We don't want them to miss out, um, even as homeschool parents. We uh, want them to be involved in all these different things, to have a well-rounded education and um to be, you know, equipped to be um even to keep up with their peers sometimes. Um and so we put them in all these different activities where they're involved in softball and ballet and co op and even church activities. And um, so we are very rushed and we don't have enough time to really step back and understand what we're doing as parents and understand who uh, our children are and then enjoy them for who they are and um, who they were uniquely created to be.
0: Mm. Very, very good. I mean, you're speaking my language <laughs> for sure <laughs> um, with these things. And and I have um, dealt with, I think, all of these obstacles to <laughs> enjoying my children. And, you know, one of the things that I was remembering as you were speaking is that um, I, I had a number of occasions where I took my young children out I tried to avoid that, honestly, <laughs> when I had six young children, it was like, oh, but uh, but I remember occasions where I couldn't avoid it. And invariably someone would tell me, if you think your life is hard now, just wait until they are teens. And that did not inspire me to have a long-term vision <laughs> for, my, no. for my kids. I was like, what, <laughs> what are you saying here? Um, And so I would love for you to speak to that mom who has young children now and is struggling at times to enjoy her children. What would you recommend as a first step? Because I just know, I know how I am. I can't take in a laundry list of, you know, 20 things that I need to do. So could you give us a really good place to start if that's where we are?
1: Yeah, so for young children, um, that's the time when you want to, um, to train them up. Um, when they're young, that is your time for, to, um, to discipline them. Um, and the Bible even, even tells us in Proverbs 29, 17, um, discipline your child and he will give delight to your heart. Um, so if, if there was ever a recipe, um, in the Bible <laughs> for parenting, um, for raising kids that you enjoy, uh, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're young, train them, uh, in godly discipline and in godly character also. Um, and then when they're older, you will, you will reap those benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not be for a while, but mm-hmm. eventually, um, all of the work that you put in when they were little, it does pay off. And then when they're preteens, you are, you're basically, you're you're enjoying the fruits of your labor and you're having those uh, more grown up conversations with them. And Mm -hmm. um, when they share their insights about things and, uh, and they don't, you know, they're not defying you and they're, because um, when they get older, they're about, you know, they can be as tall as you are <laughs> and uh-huh. if you're standing face to face with them or eye to eye with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be glad that you um, you did the you lay the groundwork <laughs> and discipline mm-hmm. them when they were little.
0: Yeah. Can you can you talk more about what you mean by that? The work. Mm-hmm. What is such hard work about it? About the uh,
1: Yes. Well, the hard work is that you um, repeat yourself over and over <laughs> again, um, and it you know it's not it's not overnight that um, they will change or that the behavior changes. Um, you will have to keep going over the same issues, and it seems like there is no no change, and uh, they seem to be stuck in a certain pattern for a while, but then eventually, uh, all the work that you put in, it does, it does pay off, like I said. Um, and I think it's hard to, when, uh, you may not know how to address it. Um, so what I teach, uh, parents in some of the conferences I've been a part of is to use scripture, to teach your children, to reach their heart and not just focus on the outward behavior. Um, because, when you can help them understand what's going on inside of them and what motivated the behavior in the first place, that's what creates lasting change, mm-hmm. and, and that's when you you see the fruit there instead of just you know issuing a consequence, and then they change the behavior um, maybe to avoid a consequence or a punishment. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's
0: very very good. So um, I get. I hear, I should say it this way, I hear from quite a few moms who feel like with their older childs, all is lost. And they only have hope for their younger children. And the age at which they assume that all is lost is going to vary, but it's probably going to be preteens to teens. Um, If you are speaking to a mom who has a tween or a teen and they are not enjoying that mm-hmm. child, what would you say is the first step that they should take?
1: Um, for preteens, I would say have those conversations with them. That's the most important thing um, because at that age they're relating to, to you differently than they would, than they were when they were children. hmm Um, young children and they are um, they're trying to figure out who they are and they need to know that you are on their side and that you want to understand them even if you may not understand what they're Mm -hmm. going through um, that you are their ally and so start having those conversations with them um, in a non-judgmental way um, in a way that communicates that um, you're not um, nitpicking or judging where, like how they see something or where they're coming from, but you um, you understand, um, at least that you're willing to understand mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what they're going through and listening actively, empathetically is also important mm-hmm. um, and asking them what they're interested in. And actually, doing those things with them, mm-hmm. uh, taking an, an interest in what they're um, and what they're passionate about mm-hmm. at that age, um, as as a preteen or or tween, um, and then doing those things with them really helps cement those bonds. It helps grow those relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, and I would say that that's a valuable strategy. Even with teens and even with young adults, um, we just had dinner with my oldest son, who is a college graduate living on his own, mm-hmm. and I saw him just light up as we were discussing history with him. His his girlfriend is not really into history, <laughs> so he you know he works from home. Uh, now and so he doesn't have the opportunity to really talk about his interests with other people. So that was uh, an easy way for the two of us, who, who we do we do like history, um, to engage with him. And so I think what you're saying is very very powerful. In fact, that is a strategy that we can use in any relationship, right? Absolutely. Um, to engage with people and ask them questions about their interests instead of talking about what we're interested in. Um, that is an excellent, excellent strategy. Um, and it's amazing how, the, um, how your child's attitude um, and mood can change as they, they see that you really care about them right um and not just yourself and not just about getting their chores done and their work done and and all mm-hmm. of that um, so yeah I love that advice
1: yeah I've seen um, a, almost a total uh, transformation in behavior when I connect with my kids um, especially especially my oldest um, on his level on his love languages mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so we've been able to connect that way and sometimes it's just a simple um thing, like watching a, a movie together, you know, a funny movie. And cause we have, the, we like the same kinds of movies I've found. Um, and so once in a while I'll, I'll quote um, from a movie that we watch and like <laughs> our, inside thing, our inside thing or inside secret. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. That's, that's been fun.
0: That's so cute. Okay. So, um, you know, we can, we can start disciplining our kids and not Tolerating uh, disrespect, which is a huge um, soapbox that I can get on, (laughs) um, and and then I think we can start thinking. Okay, you know, I I'm gonna spend some time really talking with my kids, engaging with my kids, playing with them, um, you know, engaging in shared interests, and you know, I see a difference. But so often we will quit doing what works right and why do you think that why do you think that is and how can we make these positive changes um be longer lasting Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah I think we do get discouraged when we don't see results Mm -hmm. um over time or we just feel like we're spinning our wheels we're putting in the work, um, and, uh, the behavior isn't, isn't changing or, um, my child is not responding. Um, but it's important to remember that, um, our child, our children do go through different stages. They have these phases that they go through, um, especially when they're going through a growth spurt. And so it can be rocky for them. And um, they may have, um, Made a lot of gains in certain areas, but now they're regressing because of the growth spurt. Um, puberty also tends to bring that on. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of things that are going on with uh, with preteens, especially um, in their mind and with their emotions. So it tends to set them back. But if we can come alongside of them in those moments when they're really struggling, um, and understand that they're what they're going through is. Not necessarily something that they um, can control or that they know how to manage or overcome and not take it personally, not take it as a, well, I'm, I failed, you know, I'm a failure as a parent or um, take it personally in the sense that they are fighting us. Mm hmm. Um, that they're just trying to make our lives miserable, uh, <laughs> that they hate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many different factors, so many reasons why our children, um, you know, either aren't progressing or they're regressing mm-hmm. in a certain area. So if we can stick by them and try to see that long-term vision, as I was talking about before, um, you know, then we can get through those tough times. We just kind of have to to hold on, um, trust God and pray through it. Um, and then, you know, and we will get through it. We'll get through on the other side and we'll be glad that we stuck with it. Right. Um, and Galatians six, nine says, it, it promises us that if, um, that we will reap the hardest, if we do not give up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that not giving up, it's, it's not always that we aren't seeing results. It's that we convince ourselves that other things are more important. You know, the projects that we have, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the cleaning that we need to do. It's like, Oh, I don't have, I don't have time for that. Um, You know, I'm too tired to discipline. um, You know, all those kinds of things, but I just have found, and, and this is in my own life in other areas too, that, Usually, when I tell myself, "Oh, I I deserve a break. I deserve, you know, time off from, you know, spending time with the kids," or you know, I just shouldn't have to deal with this discipline issue right now because I just need to rest. (laughs) Um, I'm actually just shooting myself in the foot and making myself miserable. Right? It's not the kids making me miserable; it's me making me miserable. And so that is one of the things I have been trying to remind myself lately. It's like um, the biggest break that I can give myself is to stick with the things that work, you know? Um, So I would just add that um, to the um, encouragement to, not give up so
1: yeah uh, that's good because it's um you said something that made me it reminded me of um something else that we we do have uh the we have the responsibility I think to um change our our own hearts and our own ways of um seeing our kids or our perspectives um of parenting And if we feel like we need a break a lot, then it's probably not so much our kids um, and what they're doing, but it's probably more of a, you know, what am I, what have I believed? What are are those either lies or things that I'm falling for? Um, Have I been uh, pursuing a relationship myself with the Lord? Am I... um, Am I spending time in his word? <laughs> Am I close to God? Um, I have found that when my relationship with God is off, then my, my relationships with other people, um, even my kids, are off as well.
0: So good. That is just so, so important, uh, no matter what age your kids are. So I yeah. love that. Okay, so tell us for moms who are interested in your course, Raising Kids You Enjoy, what they can expect to find in it.
1: Okay, Um, well, they can expect to um, really get a deep understanding of what their role is as a parent, um, the role that they're called to, um, and the limitations of that role. So, we're going to um, talk about um, what uh, the purpose is of motherhood. And what God has called us to as parents. And then um, so we're going to define those responsibilities um, because when we don't understand what our responsibilities are, um, we end up taking everything that our child does or is upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And also we uh, will help you gain an understanding of who your kids are. Um, and who God may have designed them to be according to their unique uh, traits and personalities. And um, you'll learn to turn some of those frustrating traits into strengths. Mm -hmm. And um, also, I'll help you develop a consistent game plan to deal with discipline. Uh, We'll go through some strategies um, biblical strategies uh, of how to discipline um, and not just a, not just issue consequences, but also um, go deeper, reach to the heart issues behind the behavior so that you have a lasting change. Um, and also um, what the course also does is help you regain a sense of um, delight and your pride in your son or daughter mm. um, and help you connect with your child through different, um, tools that you can, um, use to build up your relationships with them.
0: All right. Well, um, Marissa, you know, um, at great homeschool conventions and on this podcast, I talk about parenting a lot, but I have written no books and, um, have not really created, um, courses, (laughs) in the parenting, uh, genre. I do not have time. I wish I could, but I don't have,
1: right. I don't (laughs) have
0: time because of, uh, working on grammar galaxy, um, my language arts curriculum. That is why I love that I can offer your course that is so in line with what I want to teach moms, um, to Mm -hmm. my listeners, because they don't have to wait for me to finally have time to create something because you already have it. I mean, it just sounds like such a blessing for homeschooling moms who want to enjoy their kids and to feel like they're doing a good job. So many moms just want to hear me say, you're doing a good job. And I get that. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to hear that too, because you don't know, you don't know if you're doing a good job or not. Right. But I think you're going to help them have a, a clearer perspective from God's word of of what his expectations actually are. and I think you know we're often surprised <laughs> that the expectations aren't nearly as high as what we know ourselves right?
1: <laughs> yeah, because our culture puts a lot of expectations on us, and we just take on all of those expectations ourselves mm-hmm. because you know we are I think we're overachievers, even as parents, we we want to do it all. Um, and I think too, if we don't have a support system, um, we can put on those expectations, um, put on all of those extra things on ourselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you yeah, and it just becomes a burden. So yeah. I don't want, um, moms to feel like motherhood or raising kids is a burden. I want them to see it as a blessing. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. All right. So where can we find the course and where can my listeners connect with you
1: online? So the course is on RaisingKidsYouEnjoy.com and you can connect with me online um, through Facebook uh, at Call to Mothering and also uh, my blog um, where I have parenting articles and um, homeschooling resources and, and helpful um, tips and hints on there as well. That's on com. All right,
0: excellent. Well, that's easy to remember both of those, but I will put the links in the show notes for this episode so you don't have to uh, just, you know, beat your head against the wall trying to remember. <laughs> so. Um. Uh, Marissa, this was so great. And I am hoping that we will get to see one another um, at a homeschooling conference in the future. It was just a delight to get to know you. And I'm so grateful that you took this time to share with my listeners.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Melanie. This was great. (laughs) I hope you will
0: connect with Marissa at calledtomothering.com. Thanks again to CTC Math for their sponsorship. Find resources mentioned in this episode at homeschoolsanity.com slash children, Join me next time as I share six lessons my homeschool mentor taught me. You don't want to miss it. Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me. Happy, healthy homeschooling can be yours. It begins with one small step. Let's continue the conversation on social media. I'm at Psycho with Six. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.